Testing, testing, testing. We are uh, really uh, winging it today because I, I don't know that I have anything to say. Um, got a drink in my hand. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Putting my voice out into the universe and the sound of my drink and the sound of any other sound I make on this thing. That's all I'm really doing. I think I've been like depressed the past couple days. I don't know why. Not like I feel anything too bad, but like I've just been inside doing nothing. I don't know if I should make it about any reason other than I'm just showing, showing just signs of depression. I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to turn this off. I got the lights on in this room right now. This is unnatural to me. I like no lights. If you don't know, I was like uh, quarantining for a while. Q U A R A N T I N E for uh, for a while because I got back from that trip and I didn't know whether I had the thing or not. Turns out I didn't. But um, what's that? some money <laughs> on some things okay I know my mom listens to these I don't know who else does but um, yeah you know on these things I just say whatever the hell I want to say right no filter nothing I don't need to be conscious of who's listening I you know I'm just doing this. I'm just, just, just putting things out there. You know what I'm saying? But one thing was like, when I got back, I left some things in the trunk of my car. My dad cleaned up the trunk of my car. I, I should have specified like, don't touch anything because I, I needed to take care of that myself. But I left, I left four tabs of acid in this like grocery target bag that had like some empty cans in there empty beer cans and my i'm guessing my dad threw it out like i didn't see it i couldn't find it so it was like 40 dollars worth of acid that my dad threw out on accident because i i i don't know i didn't think to take care of that i didn't think to make sure it wasn't touched or take it with me I just wanted to get to bed or something. <sighs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> it's 
so there goes my acid. I gotta get me a job though. Buy more drugs. Sorry, mom. I don't know. What else? Let's just hang out for a bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's just have these comfortable silences. This podcast might just be largely silences because I can't think of shit to say today. I don't know what I should say. I don't know. I think I was being sus on the other ones. Talking about some bullshit. That has since like fallen through on some shit, you know? I don't know if that makes sense. Just being vague. Being vague as shit, you know? See what I got in front of me. I have this notebook here I got from the last time I was at the psych ward, which wasn't long ago, last month. Let's see what I wrote down. Maybe I'll make a project of this so I got something to do because I don't got a fucking job. I got to <clears throat> figure out something to do with my life. Uh, reasonable cause. Be informed of the rights. When I got in, I was given this booklet wasn't exactly fully informed of all my rights. Be informed of the rights that's taken away from me. That'd be convenient. Be informed of the reason for the hold. I think there is just a lack of that for the 5150s and shit. Be informed of any reason for a continued hold for like the 5250 and whatnot, you know? Receive like a list, like an itemized list of, uh, Oh, wait, no. receive a list slash plan for treatment, I guess, you know, so you got like a guidelines of what to do, guidelines, goals, made clear, understandable, so you know what you're going to be doing, so okay, so this is, this was my, I was just pissed in the psych ward, because I was like, fuck this, I don't want to be here and shit, you know, I'm going to cuss a bunch, because I'm a fucking <laughs> dirty mouth boy. Who's drinking white Russians. I was writing down what I would like to know going into the psych ward that maybe the hospital would provide for me. So, like a Miranda rights, be informed of my rights as I go in, be informed of the rights that are taken away as I go in, be informed of the reason for the hold for a 5150, be informed of... Any reason if they want to continue the hold, they should tell me why, you know, and give me good reason, good cause. Uh, and to receive a list of, like, the plan. So they got this idea of what they're looking for when you go in, you know. So then maybe if I knew what they were looking for, I could help them along with that, you know. So I wouldn't have to be there so fucking long, you know. Like, they, they would tell me what they're looking for and then maybe I could work with them, you know. Instead of them just fucking monitoring you, you know? <laughs> Instead of them just monitoring you and just, you have to guess, you know? You just go to the groups and just try to be normal in a situation that's not fucking normal, you know? So you just have to guess what they're looking for. Maybe they just, just tell you what they're looking for. So then you could do that thing, you know? If they want you to act a certain way, they could... Let me change my head. 
They want you to act a certain way. They tell you like what they're looking for, what they, how they want you to act, how they want you to be so that they could let you out. And then you could work with them to do that instead of you guessing and there being no communication in terms of that. Oh, produce witnesses. I guess that sort of makes sense. Like who you have to write down the names of the people who kind of decided that you should be in there and then why they decided to. And then so didn't you could like because they got hearings. They have like hearings. You could like you go to plead your case for not being there for or for so you could leave plead your case so you could probably leave because like look judge whoever the hell's here like given the hearing like I'm doing fine you gotta let me out of here but if you give them the names of the people who decide you should be there you should be able to ask them why so that they could give you their reasons you know <sighs> kind of like a hearing like a case Right to cross-examine whatnot, you know? Be informed of hearing officer or judge. If reasons for treatment. Informed consent. <sighs> yeah. By hearing officer. Oh, yeah, for of reasons for treatment. So, yeah, just letting you know why you're in there and whatnot. Be informed of any costs. Have a list of all the costs that you're gonna be billed for while you're there. Let's see. Here's a, okay. Here's the thing. Consistent care team, something like that. Uh, patients should have the right to like a consistent treatment slash evaluation team. So like the same, you see the same people, and the same people will be monitoring you, and the same people will be taking notes. The same people will have all the same information, and they know you. Like it's not a fucking rotating group of people who's monitoring you and a rotating group of people who decide whether you stay in or not, you know? You have a consistent group of people that you can communicate with or at least show that you're making progress with, you know, instead of like a rotating group because that, that's going to fuck you, you know? Like you have one psychiatrist one day who, and the psychiatrist is, I think they're the ultimately the one who will decide whether you stay or go. But when that's like rotating, when they're changing... You know, because, oh, maybe they're, they're on break or they have the, they're off for the weekend or uh, they're on vacation, you know? Like, you're a human being, you know? You're not just a fucking patient. You're a human being who should have the right to, like, be able to leave this fucking prison, you know? But it's at their convenience. So I think that they should recognize the humanitarian... Um, flaws in here, you know, like, you're human beings, you, you should, you should be respected like a human being, and you should be heard and seen and listened to like a human being, by the, by a consistent group of people, maybe if it's not just one person, at least there's like a group of people who, who make the decision, and they, they stay consistent, they don't leave, they don't go on breaks, you know, or if one of them's gone, there's like other other of them there who could still take notes and keep track of everything instead of them passing notes to other people who don't fucking know you, you know, other people who are not familiar with you, familiar with why you're here. They just they're just giving notes and they have to go off of that. They don't see you. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, thanks for bearing with me while I kind of bullshit all this. 
let's see, no rotations, no more than one member be absent at a time. So like, yeah, one person could leave, but other people will be there. So if it's like there are three people monitoring you, at least two people who are familiar with you and your case will still be around if one has to go. And then they could change that way. But it has to be like the same group of people instead of like a different person, you know, who doesn't know. I feel like only people on the inside would know <laughs> what I'm talking about. People on the outside might not know this shit, but this is this is scary shit, man. You know, imagine if you're being held somewhere and there's one person, or at least there is a position, who decides like the psychiatrist, whoever the psychiatrist is at the time will decide whether you stay or go. Now imagine if that psychiatrist changes, like it's a different psychiatrist every week, or on the weekends there's a different one, or there's a psychiatrist that's been monitoring your progress, but then like they go on like a, a winter break, a Christmas break, and you have to deal with a new person for a while who is not familiar with you or your case, but they will be still the decider of whether you stay or go, you know? That's scary, because you don't know. They don't know you. People should just be able to deal with one person at a time, you know? Right, to be in communication with the team. Like, they, you know, they that's another one. To have communication, like an open line of communication with who, who makes the decisions. Because very often, you don't see those people. It's very rare that you get to talk to those people who make those decisions. They only come in at their convenience, you know, when they're not doing something else. And this is your life that you're talking about, you know, and your quality of life. Whether you stay in this fucking, ugh, this, 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 how should I describe this? I'm out of words. I fried my brain with all the drugs and booze I do. Yeah, I said do, doing booze. This, this fucking place, this loony bin, not quite the loony bin, but the psych ward, you should be, you should have the right to communicating with these people, on, on, not just their time, but your time, because you are a human being, and your time is valuable as well, you're spending time here, you don't get a lot of fresh air, you know, only when they allow you to, you get weird fucking airplane meals, you know, you should have the right to communication with these people who make these decisions, you know, at reasonable times, so like not like 3 a.m. or something, but you know when they're on the clock and 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 you you sh when they're on the clock, you should be able to speak with them and work with them. You know, let's see, right to all data collected that is shared among them. Okay, yeah, so the right to all their notes, anything they're monitoring you about, like anything they're they're writing down about you, you should have the right to that data because that's you. You know. In a sense. Otherwise open to air. That's what I wrote down. How much time did that take up? How much more time do I need to go? Uh, I don't know. <sighs> Here, let me move this wire around. I'm sitting on my uh, laptop charger. I don't know why that matters. Nothing matters. What do you guys think of that? Imagine if you don't want to live anymore. 
and then imagine if you make an attempt. And then there is an ambulance that's ta that takes you to a crisis center. So first of all, you're taken. You don't have rights because I guess making an attempt on your life is illegal. So you lose rights there. So you lose the right to just walk amongst people, first of all. They take you in an ambulance, which you have to pay for that. Take you to a crisis center, you have to pay for that. And anything that happens in there, you got to pay for that. And then some doctor writes down a suicide attempt. And so then they decide to move you to a psych ward. Move you, that is. They move you. They move you like cargo. Like, like an object, you know? They move you like an object to the psych ward. And now I don't want to discount their reasons because I think the general idea is that they don't want people killing themselves, which makes sense. And the idea is that they want to make sure that you're going to be safe. All that said, though, you're paying for all this. You lose your rights. You become something that they study for a while, for at least three days. And then somebody decides whether or not you stay longer or not. And that person can be rotating. That person might not just be one person. It might be someone for a while and they go on a break. And then someone else takes over. But for the weekend, and the, the weekend comes in and, and then someone else becomes the person in that uh, position to make the decisions. That's one of the scariest things. It's not just one person. It's It, it could be multiple people, and usually it is. Because it's a job for them. They get to leave. They get to go home. You don't. This is, you, you have to stay here. And you're on their time now because you are less. You are less of a human being because you lose some of your rights as a human being. You know? Ugh. I was thinking I'd make a fuss about this when I get out. Or while I was in there. But I kind of just like didn't give a shit anymore. Because I just wanted to get back to regular life. Also it just feels like futile. Like who am I? What kind of change could I make? But maybe I could. What's this? My boy just tested me. Ah. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I might just have to pay for some things tomorrow. For some fun New Year's activities. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. This just tastes mostly like vodka. You know? It's a white Russian. So vodka, Kahlua, and milk. I just told my friend this last night. I gotta drink less because this is a depressant so maybe that's why I'm depressed or at least physically depressed I don't feel like emotionally super depressed I think just physically I'm showing the signs of depression like I'm just staying in bed like last night maybe it was because I bumped up my meds to like four pills or whatever because that's what it said to do over time you know just bump it up over time and I went to four and I slept like Okay, well, I kind of went to bed late, but I slept for, like, I think altogether around, like, 12 hours. 
So I don't, I don't think that's great. Anyway, maybe I could look into this just because I got nothing else to do. No jobs come along. Plus, fuck, I need a job that's that's flexible because I, I fucking stupidly decided my class schedule a long time ago and I got classes during the day, you know? I asked my brother, like, I shouldn't go back to these fucking labor jobs, you know? I need, I need something real for my resume. Give me real experience working with people instead of doing this bullshit. Not to knock all that other shit. It's like, those are real jobs, but I, I mean, fuck. I keep doing those, and that's all that I am, you know? Fucking security guard, fucking dishwasher, some bullshit like that. Like, you know, I'm in college. I'm kind of smart. You know, I could do more things than that. Not that I fucking want to, but... What a fucking sick culture I live in here, man. I was just telling my friend, like, I, I gotta move to L.A. or some shit. This... This culture up here is not conducive to what I want to do in my life, you know? I'm not an engineer. I'm in the Silicon Valley, but I'm not an engineer. I'm not like a programmer. I'm not a coder. I'm not nothing of, nothing of that sort, no. I'm not even like business really minded that, that much, really. But this culture is, is so much for that. This culture that I live in here is just so much about that, you know? It's not very creative as much as some places might like to be or like to think that they are. Creative within the realm of technology, maybe, but that's not me. You know, I don't know how to do shit with technology. God, sometimes I wonder if I know how to do any kind of shit at all, you know? Other than drink and do drugs. Is that something I can make money off of? Probably not. Uh, let me text this other guy. I'm sorry if I'm just texting during this thing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. Tree. Oh, I gotta see how much is in my wallet. I'm gonna buy this shit. I gotta have money. I need a job. I don't need things. I don't need anything. What do I need? I don't know. I'd like to be able to speak honestly on this thing. And I think I will. This isn't quite depressing because I think the meds I'm on are kind of curbing my depressive emotions and things. But for a while I was telling my friend like, oh yeah, I think I was being fucking coy about this on the last podcast. But like, eh. I don't know if I could take care of somebody emotionally. And I thought, like, wait a second. There might be somebody. Like, I met somebody, and then they kind of left an impact on me where I thought, you know what? This person kind of showed me something that I might like in my life. Like, like a bit of love. And I, I think I like that. 
Like, I don't know. I realized recently that, you know what? No. It wouldn't happen between me and them. It's an impossibility. Improbability, maybe, to give myself a touch of hope. But I shouldn't hold out for that. At least that person. They're somewhere else anyway. They're in another state. But I really appreciated how... How they kind of took care of me in a moment when I didn't know that I needed to I needed to be taken care of, but they kind of just showed me something that I I didn't think that I needed, but I I guess I did, and or at least wanted. It was a physical touch, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh man. That was kind of nice. <laughs> I might have caught the bug from them. The love bug. But no. No. No, maybe I look for something here in this Silicon fucking valley. Fuck this place, man. I got it. What do I got to do? I don't know. Hopefully I can get to, into this uh, screenwriting class next semester. And I could get good at that. And maybe just get closer with my professor. Share some scripts with him and stuff. And ask him about advice. and How I might do it. And then try to get more comfortable. So I could maybe move down there to LA. Where I might build a career there. You know what I really want to do? I was just talking with my brother about this. Couldn't do it right now because of COVID, but I want to start a strip club. I want to make a strip club, a bisexual strip club with male and female dancers. I thought of a good place, too, in my area. It's not quite close to, like, all the nightlife things, but it's close enough where people might just take, like, a short Uber ride over. It's not downtown. I don't think downtown could handle that. Also, it'd be expensive downtown. It'd probably be expensive where I'm thinking too, but I don't know. But I think that'd be pretty lit, you know? It'd be like a cool-ass place. Demographic would probably be like younger folks. I don't know about like old pervs, even though I feel like one, you know? But yeah. I was thinking of doing that. I kind of want to make that happen someday. I think my dreams are starting to die the older I get. I just turned 23. And I, I, I just... <laughs> Some of my dreams of doing the, the awesome shit I want to do with my life are starting to kind of... Just be more like, ah, oh, well, that was a fun idea you had in that second there, but... No, you know, maybe not. <laughs> Fuck. I have to induce some mania again so I could get on like a confident tip, you know. Get more energetic and, and believe in myself and things, you know. Maybe I just gotta <laughs> induce some mania. Not quite psychosis, but maybe. I don't know. To get to just feel more powerful again. 
Like, I, I could do anything. I feel invincible. Instead of just, like, do nothing. Stay in school and fucking rot. You know? God. If I had kids one day, I'd tell them, don't go to college for some shit you don't want to do. Because you're going to be there for years doing a bunch of shit you don't want to do. And that might lead into a career of doing shit that you don't want to do. Don't fall into that trap. Find something you actually love and then do that. You know? Something. Something, something, something. I don't know about people. I don't know about that. Friends, family, maybe. But trying to follow somebody that you love that could put a strain on you and your dreams, you know? Unless that's really what your life is saying. Just follow your gut. I tell these kids. Or maybe I'd be an uncle to my friend's kids. And, uh... Tell them, don't, 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 don't go to college and do some shit you don't want to do. And don't think with scarcity either. Not to say that you have unlimited resources, but you might. Time. Time. Commitment. These are things that you could have an abundance of if you think about it. Instead of feeling scarcity for resources, physical capital, or physical things, tangible resources, maybe just think in the sense of you have unlimited time and you could do whatever you want with that time. And presence. You could commit your presence to things. And in that sense, you have endless, endless amounts of that, of time and your presence. You know? So don't think with too much scarcity. Because then you'll be afraid. You'll always be anxious and afraid of things. Maybe I got to start thinking like that. I have unlimited time. I could do whatever the hell I want with all the time. I have all the time in the world. I don't know. I might hang it up there because I can't think of any other shit to say. I don't know. I hope this is entertaining. Or maybe you're just keeping up with me like I'm a friend to you and or at least you're, I'm a friend that you like to listen to every now and then. Maybe in the background of doing other things. So I hope that you've enjoyed spending some time with me while I ramble about things. You know? Ramble about random shit. Be bothered by some things. Have some ideas that I might not see to fruition, you know? Like this patience rights things. I'd probably, you know what, maybe i just call some patients' rights people and just have a conversation with them about this kind of shit. Set up a meeting. Probably set up a meeting with them so they have time. They set aside some time to talk about this kind of shit. 
and just say like, yeah, you know, I'm just interested in this. I don't know if I'd do anything with this, but I'd like to know about this and the reality of this and this, that, and the other thing. Just have a conversation. Yeah. Anyway, let me hang this up with peace and love. Assalamu alaikum. Happy New Year. And, uh, yeah. Let's come up with a cool picture for this. Let's take a selfie with the camera in front of my face for the thing. Not the camera in front of my face. The mic in front of my face. Oh, it looks like a... I don't have any hair. Alright. Let me just do my hair up enough so that it looks like I have some. Or just not receding. And do a smile. Cheese. <laughs> All right. Peace, you guys.